Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. You may be seated. All right. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you about what I call the burning fire. Turn to Mark chapter 11, verse 15. And it says, And they come to Jerusalem, right? And Jesus went into the temple and began to cast out them that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves. Dove sellers. He, he, he turned over their tables and then the chairs which they sat on, he, he threw them off and would not suffer that any man should carry any vessel through the temple. Amen. Are you there? And he taught, saying unto them, Is it not written, My house shall be called of all nations the house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves? And the scribes and chief priests had it, and sought how they might destroy him, for they feared him, because all the people were astonished at his doctrine. Amen. And when even was come, he went out of the city. Hallelujah. Well, Jesus Christ is our example. Right? And one day, he went to church. When he got to church, people were, money changers were at work. I don't know what money changer is. What is that? Forest Bureau. Black market. They were changing money. So, he went to the tables where the money was. And he held, now I just want to say something, he held the tables, right? And then he turned it over like that. But I'll, I'll show you the comment that somebody will make of this after you listen. And then after that, he um, went to the chair where the people sell doves. Okay? That one, there were no ch- uh, tables. So there were, there were chairs where they sat on. So he held the chairs and he, he pushed over the chairs. Okay? Then, the third thing that he did was he would not allow people hmm, to carry any vessel through the temple. Probably some of the business items 
moving through. Didn't allow it. Okay? So he'll stand at the door like that. I will not allow you to come. Get back! I'm talking about our Savior Jesus Christ. And then he came. Move your phone before. That's Jesus. He, he turned over the chairs of those who sell that. Now I know what some of you will say. Some of you will say that how does it stop that selling? It's the same type of thing. When President Rawlings was the president of Ghana, you know, and he went into the gutters to go and help them to clean it. You get it? There were some people who said a president is not supposed to go to the gutters. He should stay in the castle and organize people to clean the gutters. Is that not so? Is that not how people talk? Yeah. You see, and if you come one day to the temple and you turn over the chest like that, how is it going to stop? Is the, somebody say, it's the hearts of the people that are spoiled. And it's the priests who have to initiate such changes in the church. Is it not true? Yeah. And when you stand at the door and present him, I won't, I he would not suffer. He was wild in the church. He would not suffer anybody to pass through the church with these vessels. Somebody will ask, somebody will sit back and say, there are people with these clever words, talking type of people. Yeah, this type of nice, clever word people. And they will stand and say, so if you stop the people from passing, tomorrow will you come and stand at the door? Do you get it? But this is done to fulfill the scripture that the zeal of my father's house has consumed me. Amen. I don't know which particular one of the... That's John 1. Alright, let's look at that. Where is it in John? Find it, when you find it. Huh? Okay. John chapter 2. John chapter 2. Verse 17. Alright. He drove them out. Now, this one also says, He found in the temple those that sold oxen and sheep and doves. Hmm? And he brought in sheep, cows, to the church. Okay? And money changes. And he made a scourge of small cords. So Jesus was so much as what are you doing? I'm making a whip to beat people. And when he had made a scourge of small cords, he drove them out of the temple. The sheep, eh? the oxen, and he poured out the changers' money. Hey! People's money. Poured it out. Okay? And overthrew the tables. And they said unto and he said unto them that sold that, Take these things out. Make not my father's house a house of merchandise. And his disciples remember that it was written, The zeal of thine house hath eaten me up. 
Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. I'm talking about a burning fire. Amen. The purpose of driving sheep out of the church, oxen out of it, and standing at the door to prevent people from walking through on one day is not necessarily to prevent it from happening again. Okay? Because it cannot. But it demonstrates a certain passion and fire that burned in Christ. Amen. Do you understand? Yes. Now, in Psalm 104, the Bible has a very interesting scripture that I want you to see. Turn to Psalm 104. Psalm 104, and we're going to read from verse 2. Who covereth thyself with light as it with a garment? And who stretcheth out the heaven like a curtain? Who layeth the beams of his chambers in the waters? And who maketh the clouds his chariots? Who walketh upon the wings of the wind? And who maketh? God is, is describing God. But if you read from verse 1, it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord my God, thou art very great. Thou art filled with honor and majesty. Who covereth thyself with light? Stretch out the heavens like a curtain. Lays the beams of his chambers in the water. Who maketh the clouds his chariot? Who walks on the wings of the wind? Verse 4. Who maketh his angels spirits? Okay? His angel, angels are spirits. And then his ministers. Alright? A flaming fire. Now, the word ministers is the word sharaf. Sharaf. And it means servant or human ministers of God. Amen. This word is translated servant four times, minister, minister, like a preacher, 78 times, and ministered 18 times. And almost without exception, this word is used of priests and Levites of the tabernacle and of temple worship and of the servants of Israel's kings. Alright? So almost without exception, this word is used of priests and Levites. That God has made ministers Messengers, I've almost finished preaching, so if you want to sleep, you can sleep after in five minutes. He has made pastors, he has made evangelists, he has made teachers, he has made ministers, he has made his ordained ministers. What did he make them? He made them a flame of fire, flaming fire. A minister is supposed to be. A flaming or burning fire. Okay? Are you there? And you are not a true minister of God if you are not a burning fire. 
That's all I want to say to you tonight. I've finished preaching. If you are a true minister, there must be a burning fire in you. Alright? What do you think? Fire is fire. And fire will burn. And so when Jesus came to the temple, he demonstrated for all time the kind of fire and passion and zeal. But I want to use the word fire. That was a light in him. Which is not a light in most of us. Okay? Now, most of us know that cold or coolness is evil or ice water. I mean, ice is bad. It's not. It's the opposite of God's power. So we are not into coolness to some extent. Of course, there are cold people, cold ministers, cold pastors, cold shepherds, cold workers, a few chilled ones, frosted, freezing ones. But not so many ones whom coming into contact with them will burn you. You feel the power. And the passion and the fire. And Jesus demonstrated. I mean, he had time, consciously made a cord. When I used to ride horses, I once rode a horse called Back Beauty. And I, I was going on a ride, and the horse wouldn't go out. And I used my legs and everything I knew, and I beat the horse, and it, it wouldn't work. So I came back, and then the house, the those boys told me that there is a whip called Ale. Ale. And that if I use Ale, any and every horse will obey me. Only one. So I ordered an Ale. And they made it for me. There's a stick with a rope. And there's a metal in it. And they tie it round like that. And it's like that. And it's long. The stick is like this. And the rope is like this. So when I do this, it goes to the most tender sections of the horse's underwear. <laughs> anyway, so Jesus made a cord just like how I ordered one for the horse. He made one an allay for people in the church. Okay? And he came to the church and he beat the people in the church with it. And he beat the sheep. He beat the cows. He beat the beds. Made them fly. Turned over the tables. Stood at the door and said, If you are bold, come. If you are bold, come. That's Christ. I'm talking about a burning fire. So when God made pastors and people that he would send, he made them in the form of fire brands. People who are burning and have fire. 
Okay? How many are blessed? Clap for Jesus. You are blessed tonight. Now, there is a verse that we read, that we read too much of the verse. That is why it doesn't bless us. So I'm going to read only half. Turn to Revelations. I finished preaching because I've realized that most preaching can be summarized. So just get it. Now, verse 14. Unto the angel of the church of the... Revelation 3, verse 14. Unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things saith the Amen, the faithful, true, blah, blah, blah. I know thy works. Okay? That thou art neither hot nor cold. I, I would that thou were hot or cold. I have to read it from another Bible. Now, I was making this point that when President Rollins was going fishing in the fishing boat with um, the fishermen, he was not going in the fishing boat in order to solve the fish problems of Ghana, but to demonstrate a certain kind of leadership and passion for the people. So much so that he will climb, even though he's the head of state, into a canoe and go out there with the people to encourage them and to fish with them and to show them that he's, even though he's the leader, he's just a, a person, normal person like them. That's why he did it, if you don't know. But you can easily sit there and say, is he going to solve the protein problems or the fishing problems of the nation by going to sit in a canoe? Also, when somebody died, when the flood came, he went and carried a dead body. You see, and he's not trying to say that he's trying to relieve the work of the mortuary men in Ghana. You see, but when you talk like that, because there are people who have a way of this type of clever talks, just talking and just reducing everything, we call it absurdio reductio. You reduce the argument to an absurd level where it sounds absurd and stupid. Absurdio reductio. You cannot imagine many of the African presidents in their glowing robes condescending to men of low estate. As Christ told us too, and as Paul told us, mind not high things but condescend to men of low estate. Rather, when we are flames of fire or pastors, we ascend to men of high estate. When you come into our offices, the pictures we have are pictures with Pontius Pilate and pictures with Herod. These are the favorite pictures of top pastors today. When you go to their offices, their pictures are pictures with Pontius Pilate of the, the Pontius Pilate of the day and the Herods of today. They love to display them. I've been to many pastors of it, almost a standard. From this country to whatever country, they love to show that they have taken a photograph with the head of state. It's a common thing. I've walked in the corridors of power. Mind not high things. 
when, when we preach the Bible, we look like extreme, extremists. But God has shown me, I bring that book, that book, bring that book. God has shown me eh, that a true minister, a Levite, and we the gospel minister, we are descendants of Levi. We have been made a fire. We are supposed to be burning fire that is moving. It is not coming to make things better for you. It's coming to burn things that are not correct. Trash and useless things cannot stand in the presence of fire. A pastor is supposed to be somebody who is on fire. He himself is fire. A minister, a shepherd, is supposed to be somebody who is fiery. You stay there with your lukewarmness. Let me read it to you because you may not believe it. I know your deeds, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish that you were cold or hot. Let's take out the cold because the cold is a whole chapter. I wish you were hot. I wish you were hot. I wish you were hot. Today I'm going to shock you and nobody should be offended. Because one of the things that God does, one of his things that he does is that he separates things. That is why the morning service is separated from the evening service. Let the light be separated from the dark. Let us call the light day and the night, the darkness night. Let the waters above be separated from the waters below. Let the waters on the earth be gathered together and let the land appear. He's always separating. But we are always mixing. Because we don't have God's nature. And as we continue to mix the hot and the cold, we are now getting a different thing. Warm. Look warm. Now, Because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. Amen. I'm reading something from Rick Joyner's book, The Torch and the Sword. He met a man called Enoch. Then the man walked up to me. And took a torch out of him. It was a vision. He saw the man. And the man said, I must bless you before you go. You see, a blessing is not a car. A blessing is not a car. You have spoiled the word blessing. You have changed the word blessing. Enoch said, I must bless you before you go back to earth. I must bless you. A blessing is not a house. Read what Jesus said, blessed, blessed are, blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are the merciful. 
that's Jesus talking about blessings. When you are merciful, you are blessed. Not when you have a car that you are blessed. When you are meek, you are blessed. When you are pure in heart, you are blessed. When you are poor in spirit, you are blessed. That's blessing. You've changed the meaning of blessing. To mean car, house, visa, and job, wife, husband, child. You should be grateful that I preach the way I preach. <laughs> All right. Now, Enoch said, I must bless you before I go. Before you go back. He said, I must bless the torchbearers. The purpose of every movement on the earth is to compel men to do what I did. The purpose of every movement. That is, to walk with God until they are more at home in the heavenly realm than on earth. You, you must be more conscious of, I, I feel, I feel peace. I feel joy. Rather than I feel full of eating cake. You must be conscious of, I feel the fire, like when they were coming on the, on the road to Imaza, did our heart not burn? You must be conscious of a certain burning feeling when the word is coming into you. But you are not conscious of suffering. You are only conscious of headache, conscious of stomach ache, conscious of hunger, conscious of this. But the purpose is to make you more at home with heavenly things than earthly things. He said man was created to dwell on earth with his body while his spirit soared into the heaven. May your spirit begin to soar. Then rejoiner asked him, are you Enoch? And he said, I am. Just as he said that, he reached over and touched my heart. He touched his heart to see what was in the heart. You see, God is touching your heart tonight to see... Whether there is any fire in the heart, or whether there is ice broke, or whether there is warm water, or what is left in your heart. Enoch stretched his hand to feel that it's hard to see what was in the heart. Hmm. Then listen to what he said when he touched his heart. He said, the fire burns. You know, I can feel the fire burning. The fire is burning. When they touch your heart, may they find fire that is burning in your heart. And not some kind of, I mean, Coca-Cola that is not cold. And it's also not uh, hot. When they touch the, the fire, the, when it not touches the I feel that the fire is burning. Then he said, you walk adequately for short periods. He said, you, are, you do well for short periods. Some of you do well for short periods. For a short period there is fire. After a short period there is no more fire. Why? Now, you must learn to walk with endurance. You must resolve to walk 
in your domain over which the Lord has given you rule. When you walk in your domain, you will be fruitful and multiply as you are called to do. Now listen. Then Enoch took the torch and touched my heart. And I felt energy and power. Then he pulled it away and the fire continued to burn inside. Fire was burning. And the energy continued to surge like waves. Then he said, The Lord makes his messengers flames of fire. Listen, oh, I, I don't want, if you miss any part, well, I know you have the book, but you don't read it. Listen. He says, you cannot walk with God or fulfill His purpose on this earth unless you keep this fire burning. Unless the fire is there all the time, you cannot Fulfill the purposes of God. Then he said, Lukewarmness is your deadly enemy. Lukewarmness is your deadly enemy. And it is the deadly enemy of the church. That is why it is the last Laodicean church. That was lukewarm. Why was it lukewarm? Who are the people who are lukewarm? Uh, you see, there are some things that you must see, and I will say them freely, because uh, it, it's the time to say it. Those who are lukewarm are rich. Because he said, because he said, you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold. I will spit you. Verse 17, the next verse, because you say, I am rich, I have become wealthy, and I have need of nothing. These are the causes of lukewarmness. Riches. When you are rich, you don't need anything. In fact, you have to play. Have you seen when they are playing football and you score 3-0 or you score 2-0 and it's half time or it's 10 minutes into the second half, 15 minutes into the second half. All the, especially black stars. That is why I don't like watching black stars. I mean, when black stars are playing, I don't watch it until I've heard the scores. When they finish, then I can watch. Well, I don't enjoy that thing. Yeah. One day we played with Germany. We, 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 the first half, one nil. And then the second half, we, we played 72 minutes. It was left with 18 minutes. And then they scored us six goals. And many times when they are playing, we will be leading. And then it's as if a certain fire has been taken out of the players. And they, they don't seem to run. They don't seem to, 
to have the zeal that they had before. Because of one nail. Because of two nail. You say, I am rich. I have need of no goals. <laughs> and before you realize, six goals have been scored against you. Because it has fed your spirit with that deception. That you are okay. And when you call money a blessing, that is why when you have money, you see, you will think that God is with you. Uh-huh. When you have certain things, are, certain things are working, you will feel that God approves of you. That's like in, in, in university or school, when you pass your exam, they'll come and say, oh, God is moving on campus. So what is God doing on campus? Oh, everybody has passed his exams. So God is moving. So, when things in your life or at that era of your life work out, you feel that God is with you. I'm rich. I have need of nothing. I have everything. Eh? There are three things. I'm rich. I'm increased in goods. When you watch TBN today, you hear pastors talking. They'll say, we, we don't owe any money. And then they'll say, but some of you, you don't owe and you don't have anything, you must have money. So you must, must have money. Don't just that you don't owe. You must have a lot of money. You must have money. And pastors and churches are now very happy. They dedicate the church and say, oh, we, we owe nothing. We don't owe anything. We have money. We are richer than we have ever been. Employing, counting millions of dollars in cities. And gradually, a zeal that was there when you were in a classroom with just a few people just goes out of you because it has been said to you that you are okay. So that is the greatest cause of lukewarmness. And sadly, a lukewarm person cannot fulfill the purpose of God. You, 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 God's purpose is fulfilled in the form of fire. Because through a messenger of God, so when you are no more fire, you are no more a messenger of God. If somebody calls you and says, I'm, send, I'm sending you someone, so what does he look like? When he comes, how will I recognize? Sometimes we send people to the airport to pick someone. And you ask, what does he look like? So he looks like this, and he looks like this, and he looks like when you see Somebody like this, or like, many airports have gone to, the pastor who invited me didn't come to meet me. He sent somebody. And they come to me and they ask you, are you, are you bishop? He was, no, I said, I am the one. I said, oh, we are from such and such church. So, okay, so you are my host. So, okay, then let's go. Then I go with them. Do you understand? Yeah. They, they, and, they, and they have a picture of me. Fair guy. He's a bit tall. If you see him, he's got a mustache. When you see him, that's him. So what does he look like? When you fit the picture and you come. Now God is saying that I'm sending you pastors. Now what's the picture? Fire. That's the picture. Fire. The picture of the people I have sent to you is fire. Fire to the end. Many of us who claim that God has sent us, he has, he has left us long time ago. Because we have reduced from fire to lukewarm something. Not us. 
and not cold. And that's what deceives us and we are happy. But God is showing you what he does to lukewarm people. And the richer a church becomes, like our church, and the more blessed and more established, the more lukewarmness sets in. Yeah, the more lukewarmness just moves in. We have need of nothing. That's why it's good for us that we, we start in church, and even the Lord leading me to start churches in countries, that it even puts so much pressure on me, and pressure on the church, and the system, that we always feel poor, and we don't feel rich, we don't feel that we have money, because we don't have enough money to do what we need to do. So we don't have that feeling of, I am rich. At least I don't have that feeling. I don't feel that I've increased in goods. I feel under strain. The strain of doing what God wants me to do. And it's good. Amen. So, brothers and sisters, if you claim to be God's messenger, and we want to see something that's like fire, otherwise you are not. Sadly, you see them before they are appointed as pastors, they are very zealous. Even zealous to see a, a useless person like myself. They want to see me, they want to be... When they are appointed as pastors, they have need of... They don't have need of appointment. They have no need of uh, whatever. So, it is young, young people. These young children. Where are the young children who look for me every day? These ones. They have... They don't have... They are not rich. They have need of something. They can wait for... Sometimes people from say, Bishop, we see that certain people are close to you. Oh, yes. There are certain people who are close to me. I am not ashamed of it. It's a fact. So it seems that there are people who... Oh, there are. Cry. There are. <laughs> it seems you like some people... I like some people more than I... I cannot hide it. Will you not like some people who come to you more than those who stay aloof? Ah. Okay, they are all my children. Just let me you see that this one is more closer to you. I mean, I don't have any, I'm not ashamed of Jesus was closer to some people. I would say Jesus loved Martha and her sister Mary. I mean, I'm not, I don't feel really shy about that. You don't have time. You don't have time. You are big. You, don't, you have need of nothing. Yeah. So I'm closer to people sometimes who are not even yet pastors. And then I watch them when they become pastors and reverence. I will not see them at an impartation service like this. They, they have need of nothing. Oh yeah, even the instrumentalists. Can't you see we have service? They don't come. They let spare, spare instrumentalists come and, come and perform. Yeah, everything is different. I have need of nothing. Bigger. So as you see people becoming bigger, then I also move towards the smaller ones. That's why when a church becomes with the big shorts and the whatever, you can't even preach in the church. You can't even throw in the church. You can't even say the thing. When, when the fire comes in the church and you are saying fiery things, that's why I said that many of the people who despise what President Rollins was doing, you see, they don't even understand leadership. And I'm not speaking where I'm an NBC supporter. I'm talking about something specific. Watch it and see. We don't have it in African leaders. And President Rollins had it. 
And that's why even today it is starts for election. He win I'll predict nothing less than 65%. President Rawlings as a person. Not what are following him, but he as a person. If he comes, they will vote for him. Ghanaians will vote for him. Oh yeah, because he, he wants, he has no, if he, I don't think he has done A-level. No political, whatever, he just says the truth. A politician shouldn't say the truth. A politician has to be nice. Like he will say, you guys, you guys, he will tell them, you guys. We, we are working in the gutters. <laughs> You're perpetrating lies. You BBC, you tell them. But rather, no, it's becoming popular. We are talking about passion. And you see people come to stand there to read speeches. I mean, I just immediately turn it off. And when they make a mistake, they say, oh, the speechwriter made a mistake. Then why should I listen to you? I might as well ask your speechwriter to come to my house to ask what he has to say. No passion! Hey, you call yourself a pastor. And there is no zeal, there is no fire. You are just carrying title and certificate. Ah! You have just passed an exam. And there's no passion about what you are doing. And when I come with a message of fire, then you will be complaining. That's why I have separated the waters from the evening from the waters from the morning. <laughs> There are things that show fire. Yeah. Yeah. Fire. Fire. And you are moved by such things. Yeah. Where is the feeling in the message? Where is the feeling in what you are doing? Where is the passion for what you say you believe? One, one guy, he was coming for execution. So he was coming for execution. They were coming to hang him. And they brought the priest. And the priest came. And they asked the priest to say the final rites. So the priest started. Yeah, I walk to the valley of the shadow of death. I shall have no evil. For thou hast with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Ah. Christ of mercy, Lord of mercy, Christ of mercy. When he was saying his thing, the prisoner said, Shut up! The, 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 the guy who was going to be executed, he said, Shut up! And the prisoner, and he thought he was, he was, maybe something was happening. So he thought, it's shut up! Then he looked at the prisoner. You are about to be executed. Instead of being humble, maybe through the prayers, you never know. And the guy, the prisoner said, shut up! And you know what he told me? He said, if I believed the things you claim that you believe, if the whole of England and Wales was covered with broken bottles, I would walk on my knees, I would crawl on my knees to go to the last person to tell them 
Even the prisoner could see through his canticles. Jesus, I walk to the valley of the shadow of death. I shall shut up. Shut up with your false sermon. You just listen to one tape and you come and stand and preach. The thing has not even passed beyond your gray cortex. You have never done Bible study to even know the inside and the inner aspect of the message. You come there with separate things to come and talk and just rattle out. Are you a, are you a parrot? You know you can co- 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 control your computer to speak. You can program and say, you are worthy, you are worthy. And when you come, you press enter to start. You are worthy, you are worthy. So you can program your computer to pray for you. Our Father, we chat in heaven, hallowed be the to say all. God does not need your computer program. He's looking for fire. People with fire. People who are fresh. Now, but because you have not become cold, you think you are okay. And look one people cannot do the work of God. You see what I'm preaching? Rich people cannot easily stay. Politicians cannot easily stay here. And that's how Reverend Eastwood is too. When he preaches and he's freely preaching, if you are not serious with God, you will go out of the church. It's true. That's one of the reasons why I, I enjoy him. His meetings are spiritual. Now, I just want to give you one one thing. And then we are out of here because I told him I'm just preaching for 10 minutes. Do you know why you are lukewarm? Because you have mixed with cold water. And you have mixed with other lukewarm water. When I went to the Nigeria recently, two days ago, after I finished preaching, I was going to bath. And a very senior pastor brought hot water in a bucket for me to bath. And it was very hot. So he had to turn it into warm water. Bathable water. When you are a flame of fire, when you touch somebody, they... we don't use hot water to drown people. We only use cold water when we are drowning you. As, do you know why hot water is not used to drown? As soon as you touch the hot, you now you come out. <laughs> We don't use cold water to drown people. Or warm water. We don't use hot water. You have mixed with people that are not as on fire as you. And it has cooled you down. I say what? It has cooled you down. Even a pastor, if you preach to cold people and lukewarm people, after a while your message will go like this. 
until your messages are warm, handleable. Jesus' message, you can't handle it. Today I went to Krobodrum, I said I was preaching, I said I've brought blessings. So they were all open mouth, wide eyed. And I started my blessings. I said, blessed are the poor. I said, it's a very good thing to be poor. I taught them it's one of the highest blessings to be poor. Thank God for poverty. Embrace poverty. Be glad. Because you shall, death is the kingdom of heaven. Hey, they were surprised. I said, blessed are the meek. Originally, I'm sure they thought the blessings I was bringing. I said, what I'm talking about in heaven is too small for me to say earth. Anything on earth. Now, eh, but we, 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 we want our blessings on Look, let me tell you, when I minister and as the Spirit is ministering things, they are very powerful. And people are blessed all the time. If this last convention we had, there was one sister, she came around, she was telling me. I said, as they were coming, I said, somebody is receiving a free ticket. Straight away, the next day, she went to work, made a call, and then she just inquired, how much is the ticket? And they said, who is it? Is it for you? Said, if it is for you, it is free. So the, she received that free ticket. Another person had applied for visa. In fact, when I saw her, I said, what did I say to her? I, I haven't forgot. Reverend Saki told me this. Thing. I said, what? You have been in Ghana for too long. You are going. Meanwhile, she has applied for visa how many times? Five times and has been bounced five times. Including when? Exactly two weeks before. As soon as I said, you have been around too long, go. You must go now. Go. The next morning, she went with the passport where she had been refused, 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 including two weeks before, with the same paper, and pam, they just said, go. Along Z. And she was out. So, I mean, these are very powerful. We are talking about being bounced two weeks. We have been bounced several times. And I remember when I saw her, you have been around for too long. Go. You are going. She's out. So, all these things, God does them. I mean, we are not against, not even that we are not. We minister as the Spirit is ministering. We, we minister supernatural things. It's not a matter of struggling over cars. There are higher things. It's more higher to be poor in spirit. And, to, and, to, and for death is the kingdom of heaven. Some of my pastors are becoming lukewarm because they have associated themselves with lukewarm pastors. It's true. You will never be the way you are because of the people that you are flowing with. I don't want to lie to you. The, in, in normal life, the most highest cause of being lukewarm is not because you are rich. It's by mixture. 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 
That's why now, my meetings, I don't mix hot and cold. Sometimes I will specifically say, this deep freezer should not come to the meeting. This ice block, this ice block, this ice water should not come. Yeah. They are too cold. Too cold to mix with these hot ones. When they mix with them, everything will change. I can't even preach what I wanted to preach. There are messages. When you listen, if you want to hear me preaching from my heart, I'll never preach from my heart the real fire that is in my heart at many places. I can't. But if you want to listen, you have to listen to some particular messages. Then you will hear certain things that you will never hear. Even what I'll preach this morning. Do you think I can preach this evening, in the morning? You know those who are here this morning? There are more fire people here. Most of the morning people don't have the fire that many of the evening people have. Even the instrumentalists. Some of them play for unbeliever band. When I, you see, when I, if I see you play for unbeliever, I'll never let you play. But when I haven't seen it. They listen to unbeliever music. I don't like such instrumentalists at all. I hear that you play for this, you play for to me, you are not, you are not even a Christian. No, don't, don't clap. Let me tell you something. We are not talking about mixture of cold and hot or hot and warm. The, the water they mixed for me in Nigeria, it was not cold and hot because the weather is very hot. So the water was already normal warm water plus hot. And it came down to what? Warm. And I was able to do what? Bath. That's why I say iron sharpened iron. Iron sharpened iron. Those of you in the Bible school, some of the people in the school are not correct. You go and mix with them. Everybody has his reason for coming to Bible school. Not everybody is in the Bible school because he loves God. Or he wants to be in the ministry. The mixture. The mixture is making you warm. And when you are warm, you are no more qualified to be a mixture. That's why even the fasting, we cannot fast. Yeah. We cannot fast because of the type of people in the church. A large multitude, mixed multitude of strangers. Mixture. That's why now our meetings, we are not mixing certain things. And there are some ice blocks we have to move. Otherwise, it will become too, cold, too warm too quickly. I came tonight to tell you, you cannot be a servant and a minister, proper minister, unless you are just fired. Those did you hear what I said? You are not supposed to be some mature, like you see the rich people say, I'm some kind of mature guy who's just, you know, 
I mean, I just, I still, oh, I greet the people and it's like I'm handling the professors and the, I mean, executives and the business, whatever, and the, you know, community and the politicians and the, you know, the top guys and the executives. And I, I have something mature sounding. I have a crossover appeal and, and I have an appeal to all kinds of people, the, the high class and the low class and the middle class and the rich class and the poor class. And, and I'm a crossover person. He said, lukewarmness is your deadly enemy. He said, he reached out and touched my heart. And he said, mm, 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 the fire. I feel the fire. When, when he touched I feel some fire there. I feel the fire. I feel the fire. But when they touch your heart, what do they feel? Something looky, looky, warming. Oh, when I read it, I was glad that I'm on fire for Jesus. I was glad that I, I sound like an extremist. I'm glad that I sound like a zealous, crazy guy. I'm glad that I sound like a radical person. When I saw that he made his process fire, I was glad that I served God with fire and I preached salvation, hell fire, heaven and hell be born again. Up till today, I'm glad I've not changed that thing. So when I saw it, I became happy for myself. Oh, I said, Charlie, let the fire keep on burning. When I was in school, 1982, first year, I preached fire. Repent. We, we made stickers in the whole camp. We stuck inside every toilet. Repent or perish. Repent or perish. Repent or perish in the whole school. I preach on buses, I preach all over. Even now, I go to the campus and walk on top of their rooftops and I stand there and I preach. I'm glad I still have something. I know that, like I'm a mature person, I'm into um, economic empowerment, to strategic achievement steps, strategic principles of success and development for stakeholders. Certain words which we don't know what they mean. <laughs> the marketplace of the community of Christ. Yeah. Millionaires kicks. And uh, achievement principles and achievement uh, 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 guidebook. 101 principles of management. No. I'm talking about fire for God. I'm talking about going to heaven or to hell. I'm talking about the blood of Jesus. If you don't like it, don't come to the evening service. Without the evening service, there's no empowerment for anything except for the power of the gospel and the power of Christ and the power of the cross. I feel the fire. May you have that fire now. May you walk in the fire now. May you always be on fire for God. Pastors, shepherds, run away from the lukewarm people. You are not sure about this guy's fire levels. 
Charlie, move away. Because the only true pastor is a fire pastor. I said the only true minister is a fire minister. The only true man of God is a flame of fire who brings fire and burns things. As the only true minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. May you always have that. I see a certain fire flame. Blue flame. Red flame. Orange flame. Let it begin to burn in your heart. Let the fires of God make you into a true fire. A flame. A flame. Let them call you what they want to call you. Let them call you what they want to call you. God calls you his messenger. He calls you his minister. Father, thank you. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for healing us. Thank you for touching us. My God, my God. Why have you forsaken us, O God? Do not forsake us anymore, Lord. We are coming back to you, O God. Ignite within us again a fire. As though we were born again yesterday. As though we just found you yesterday. Lord, put in us a fire. As though we are nobodies. As though we don't have cars. As though we don't have houses. As though we don't have husbands. As though we don't have wives. As though we don't have children. As though we are not 40 years old. Or 30 years old. Or 20 years old. Cross us, O God. So walk with that fire. The fire of God. Make us a flame. Let us re- relinquish that executive title. And that executive diplomatic distinguished attitude and behavior. And let us now be released into the flames of God. That one day, the flames of hell will not engulf us. We thank Him. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Listen. Young people, come forward. If you are young, young the young people, please, you know you are not young, don't come. <laughs> no, no, I don't mean the whole church. I'm talking about the students. Go back, go back. Students should come. Okay, lift your hand. Let me pray with you. Lift your hand. Listen, God is telling me to tell you something. Every young person, never let anybody deceive you into thinking that now that you have that distinguished appearance, that diplomatic look with a kind of appeal, to all levels of society, you are now pleasing to God. You are calling backsliding maturity. Backsliding has never been maturity. When you are backsliding, you are not mature. You are backsliding. And you are lukewarm. Let your hands. Lord, let the fire 
never die. In these young ones, receive the fire of God right now. Receive a new fire. I see a blue fire. Blue. Blue. It is beginning to light. Receive it now. One. Receive it two. Receive it three. Receive it four. It's happening now. Take it. Let the fire of God flow through you. And let it never be quenched. In the name of Jesus. Receive it. Receive it. It's flowing now. I see the fire being imparted into your spirit. Receive it everywhere. It's happening now. One, take it. Two, take it now. Three, in the hour. Receive it now in Jesus' name. My God, my God, my God. Man, totomola balama sandele. Mitale marabasundele. Ripandolomo shipalala. Likata sumpalari darimaman sendele. Mikatolo ramandele desibele. Let your music never, never be called lukewarm that appeals to all kinds of people. In Jesus' name, now, 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 now. Let your music never be called an appeal, appeal, appeal only to God, only to those with the fire of God, only to those with the fire. Receive it now. Receive it. 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 Fire of God. 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 Receive the fire. Receive the fire. Receive the fire. Receive the fire. My God. My God. My God. My God. Receive the fire of God. It's flowing. 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 Receive it. Fire. 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 I see fire rolling over this crowd now. Receive it now in Jesus' name. It's happening. It's happening. You will never be the same again. You will never be the same again. No one will deceive you into becoming lukewarm again and calling mat- a backsliding, calling it maturity. Take it now. One, two, three. Receive it. 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 Flow. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Fire. 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 I see fire. Lift your hand. It's flowing. Fire is 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 flowing. Flowing. 
of fire, of fire. You shall be a flame of fire. A true minister of the gospel is fire. Flame of fire. Flame of fire. Flame of fire. You can never have a crossover appeal. In Jesus' name, you will always be a fire. Fire to God. Fire. My God. My God. My God. My God. Always. 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 A flame of fire. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You may go back to your seat. You may go back to your seat. Jesus. Fire. Always fire. Always fire. The day you are no more fire, you are no more his minister. The day you are no more fire, you are no more his minister. You are something else. You are something else. You are something else, but you are not his minister. For he has made his ministers flames of fire. Thank you, Jesus. Lift your hands. Father, I worship you for the fire that has been kindled in the souls and the hearts of all these people. They shall never be the same. They shall not be ashamed of their fire. They are full of the fire of God for service, for ministry. Your perfect will in Jesus' name. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.